0: The poster for the image, There's so many heroes on this thing. Like, who the hell is that guy? Is that a raccoon?
1: What's he's the, he's the like the raccoon
0: king? Yeah. yeah. Like, what's going on?
1: <laughs> I know. It's you like know. anything that can be elevated into it's, hero status is like. I'm like, is that a shoe with a pair of eyes and a gun? Uh, yeah. What's happening? Oh yeah. In this poster. Oh, his backstory. How long? Yeah. It's his the loafer. <laughs> the loafer. Welcome to Hey You Know It. My name is Jaquetta Sotmar and I'm here with my co host, Katie Kazmier. Hey You Know It is a podcast that tells you how it is or how it should be. You can listen to Hey You Know It on
0: iTunes, a new episode every Monday. And here they are Jaquetta and Katie. Yes. Okay. Yes. So we always re- we talk about Bigfoot a lot. We do. We cover the big footage if there's any out there. And this is something that happened on April 30th. It comes out of India. It actually the Indian Army who hashtag themselves at hashtag Indian Army. No, yes. did they really? It says for the first time, uh, hashtag Indian Army mountaineering expedition team has sighted mysterious footprints. Of the mythical beast, Yeti. Get out. This came from the Army's official account that is tweeted to 6 million followers. First of all, big ups for them having 6 million followers.
1: Yeah, no kidding. You know, right?
0: um, but to hashtag yourself as an official Army,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and to say that you've spotted a Yeti footprint is a dicey proposition, mm-hmm. yeah, I well, feel like. It's
1: like, I think we're in this new world I mean, not for the better. Where where the military and the government are like hashtagging themselves, yeah, right? Yeah,
0: I mean, I feel like if you want to put out, <clears throat> no disrespect to the Indian
1: Army, but like put put out some official communication. Yeah, do you want know, well, send I, out a white paper? Somebody press who release. is going to remain nameless ruined that. Yeah, by hashtagging <laughs> it. by by uh, sending out um, official statements on Twitter. So they got ahead of it. Yeah,
0: basically, um, it says the prints that they found are allegedly. I think they, they allegedly measure. I don't know why I say allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> allegedly they're 32 by 15 inches. They f-
1: 32 by 15? Yeah, 32
0: by 15 inches. So this is like three feet by a foot, basically. Uh, they were found near the Makalu base camp uh, mm-hmm. in an area between Nepal and Tibet, which makes sense because like that's foot, where... three foot foot. Yeah, so three foot foot. Three foot by one foot foot. Um, and the area between Tibet and Nepal, But mm-hmm. that, that fits in with what we know about what we call the Abominable Snowman mm-hmm. or the Yeti. Um, and it's been shared all over the place. So they, they found the print, and then they waited a couple of weeks to see if they could, you know, if they should let the public know about it. Mm-hmm. So I guess they did a little bit of due diligence before they went on to Twitter. Okay, Usually things go immediately. They're like, not us. Hashtag <laughs> Army waits. <laughs> so they said, uh, we thought it prudent... To go public, to excite scientific temper and rekindle interest well, in yeti or something.
1: It's, and it's or the just army. plain fun. Yeah, it's just plain fun knowing that yetis are roaming around and, they, well, and they, that a whole army of people are like, yeah, are looking for it. So yeah. the the thing is, is that
0: um, these type of prints have been found before in the region, and they think it's a kind of a bear, possibly. Oh. Um, but it says here, you know, some people or are making, yeti. or a Yeti, some people are making fun of it. Other people are embarrassed, you know, embarrassed by it. And then one guy humiliated. said, look, <laughs> yes, humiliated. Uh, if one person said, if the U.S. and Russian navies can train marine mammals to plant stuff on the enemy, why can't we have an Indo-Tibetan Yeti force? Why not? I say, I say I put it God. to you.
1: That's the thing. That's why they're looking for it. It's like, man, if we can weaponize this thing. Yes, but it's, a, it's.
0: Okay, so there are a couple of things here, and I kind of didn't appreciate this either. What well, they call it a beast and the abominable snowman is actually disrespectful. Yeah. So, like, we've talked about how in the past, in, in, uh, in Asian cultures, where Bigfoot or the Yeti has been cited, they think of it as a kind creature, It's creature. like a positive mm-hmm. omen, you know, kind of as a, em- embodying positive qualities yes. of humanity, yeah. gentle, they ally it with nature, that kind of stuff. So, and some people in India were like, you need to stop using the B word. Beast.
1: Yeah, no kidding. Because you, you start um, and abominable.
0: That's <clears throat> not good. <laughs> That's not good either.
1: It's like why why shift people's perceptions to the negative?
0: Yeah, for the Yeti. Um. So and then someone got a British scientist got very upset. He said that this Yeti may be a subspecies of a bear. Uh, it says Kushal Prajapati, who described who describes himself as a scientist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not that he is a scientist, but he's he's describing he himself. Well, I wear a white coat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm in have, the
0: lab. I have specs. Yeah. Um, I don't have a degree, but, you know, I kind of physically resemble a scientist. So,
1: therefore, I am now a scientist. I am now a scientist uh, in again, the new world. Again, this kind of, <laughs> yes. this kind of, like, I don't know, manifestation. Yeah. And uh, the statement of an affirmation doesn't mm-hmm. make it so. Well, this guy, he described himself as a scientist. Uh, he responded
0: to the Army's tweet saying, with all due respect. Now, this isn't a t- <laughs> With all due respect, institutions such as yours should be more responsible and careful before going ahead and declaring the sighting of any footprints as a Yeti's footprints. He added, there's been a lot of research done on Bigfoot slash Yeti, not the same, by the way, Oh, Um, including sighting and footprints with none proving its existence, I say what? (laughs) Hashtag. You know,
1: <laughs> well, I, I think that people um, can use Yeti and Bigfoot interchangeably, but I guess not.
0: I don't think so. I mean, Bigfoot mm-hmm. is is uh, like more of a Sasquatch or sasquak as we know okay. is, the, is correct the correct term pronunciation and the term that goes uh, with it here in North America. Mm-hmm. The Yeti, however, mm-hmm. is a creature that's in the Tibetan areas in the, in Nepal in the mountains. It's white, mm-hmm. you know,
1: right, and it's probably hairier. Yeah, I would imagine. It's, well, it's kind of like the difference between colder.
0: a polar bear and a grizzly bear. Exactly. So they're they're not exactly the same. I mean, from the same, you know, species, I guess, mm-hmm. cryptozoologically speaking, mm-hmm. if you will. But they're not the same. You're not going right. to see Bigfoot in Nepal. And you ain't going to see Yeti in, like, Yakima, Washington. That's right. You know what I mean? It's not mm-hmm. going to happen. So anyway, the, um, the you hashtag... You set a toe in Yakima. <laughs> hashtag Indian Army. But, wow. Yeti, Yeti <laughs> setting. We'll see. Interesting. All right, what do you have?
1: Um, This is kind of an offshoot of uh, The Weekend Bigots. Okay. But it's not. <laughs> we have a segment called The Weekend Bigots where we uh, talk about verbiage that has gotten into the. That's really racist. Yeah, but we don't know. But we don't know. It's like been, grandfather got, clause. Got, right, and it got into the water supply. We use it. The yeah. peanut gallery. Things yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. And nobody really knows the origin. We use it, but it's terribly racist. Yeah. Anyway. Kind of thinking, um, there are some other phrases and quotes we've been getting wrong.
0: Okay. And I brought this up earlier that a lot of people say for intensive purposes. Mm -hmm. I remember hearing that as a kid and be like, what on earth is that? And it's an intent and And purposes. purposes. But I always heard intensive purposes.
1: Uh, That's right. That's one of them. For all intensive purposes. Yes. (laughs) For the
0: real purposes. (laughs) Not even BS reasons. This is the real deal.
1: I love this one because I hear it all the time, and I... I you snicker when you hear I, it. Oh, yeah, right off the bat. I could care less. Okay. No, you couldn't care less. Oh, That's the I thing. couldn't care less. Oh, but, yeah, you're right. Yes. I could but, care less. So it's... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I could. I could. I care a little bit, but not much. But I could care less. I don't even know if, if I, I
0: if I would catch that one because I don't say I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't care less. Yeah, the it phrase sounds is actually more I British could. and more uh, damning if you say I couldn't care less. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. I feel like that's like
1: yeah, but that's what it means. Yeah, know? when you say when people say I could care less, they really mean I, I couldn't care. Yeah, I
0: couldn't give a fig. Yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> Which is <laughs> <laughs> I could care less. Here's one. You've got another thing coming. You've got another thing coming. Okay, what is it supposed to be? That's one of my favorite songs too, by uh what the heck? Judas Priest. Right? Okay. You've got another thing yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be you've got another think coming. Another think. Get ready for this. Yeah. Is it with a cockney accent? <laughs> if you've it's you've got another think coming. The idea being, the idea being if you think that You've got another think coming. Um, is your out of thinks? <laughs> oh, I don't get it. Okay. Uh, it's like if you're thinking one thing. Okay. I'm with and you. And it's like you've got another think coming because you better rethink what you're thinking ah, now. Ah, think again. You yeah. better think. Yeah. Okay. So the saying really is you've got another think coming. I didn't know that. No one's using like that at all. People no. are
0: using it like watch it
1: back. Yeah. You gotta you know? Th- yeah, right. <laughs> And I'm sure Judas Priest does not know it. If you
0: and sometimes I hear people say, "Well, if you if that's what you think, then you've got another thing coming." Mm-hmm. So they're starting to use it correctly, and mm-hmm. then it kind of falls off.
1: Right. It's oh, I didn't know that. It's you've like if you, if that's your idea that you have, you, and you thought that it yeah. came with, in your puny little mind. Yes, you've got to think again. <laughs> you got to think again. Keep thinking, because Keep, you've got another one coming soon that might be right. Wow, it's kind of really that's insulting. rude. Yeah. yeah, that is rude. <laughs> All right, I like it. Uh, this is another funny one that you'll hear, and I've used it, and then I'm like, oh, wait, duh. Not, yeah, that, doesn't, that makes no sense. Yeah, a complete 360. Oh, yeah. I hear if people someone, say this. It's a 180. It's really a 180 because a 360 is a complete Yeah, but sometimes that's circle. what we're
0: doing, let's be honest. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? Sometimes I'm seeing people make a complete 360. Yeah, but More we're often talking than not. about
1: somebody doing the exact opposite of what they've been doing. It's a 180.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I think most of the time I <clears> see <throat> people doing a 360. Yeah. Much like my dog does. Turn around before sitting down in the exact same position.
1: The yeah, three sixty. Right. All right, cool. Can I give you one more? Yeah, no, I
0: want to hear more though. I'm <laughs> just thinking about these.
1: All right, that doesn't jive with me. It's j- ji- it's jibe. Jive with a B. Yeah, right? with a yeah. B. Yes. You know, jive with me. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, the the jive is a dance. Yeah. So you can see, oh, jive with as meaning dance with or work with or be in accord with. Yeah. So that's why people think it's jive. But jive with a B. Doesn't actually mean agree with or be in accord with. It means to mock or insult or to change course. Ah, uh, is it related to
0: what I always say is that not liking the cut of someone's jib? Kind of, yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so maybe there's some nautical stuff behind I know, it. I yeah. like that. It doesn't jibe. I've never. I don't think I've made that mistake. I didn't think it was jive. Because mm-hmm. jive, I always think of jive talking. Yeah, <laughs> the beaches. <laughs> yeah. And jive is something that, like, your uncle says when you're ten years old. You know, like it's jive turkeys. <laughs> or like, you know what I mean? Like, j- or talking yeah. jive. Yeah. Which I don't, now it sounds very, again, that sounds very British to me. you are like, oh, but he's talking jive again. But it's not. It's more like a street 70s thing. All right, I like
1: that. Are there any more? Oh, I have plenty of them. i there's more. This one is runner ups.
0: Okay. The runner ups. Runners ups. Right? Up.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the pageant, the runner ups are. Oh, no, they do Miss say that. Miss Wyoming. She's <laughs> from Yakima.
0: <laughs>
1: but she moved to Wyoming because Yakima's in Washington. Yeah, yeah, right? there are no runner-ups, plural there. There's runners-up. There's runners-up. It's like Surgeon's General. Mm-hmm. When people always
0: say Surgeon, surgeon Generals. Yeah. When they're Surgeon's General,
1: yeah. I
0: believe. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, So I've got some, uh, we usually, I've reported in the past on extreme Mm -hmm. sports. Mm -hmm. Well, these are so extreme that they're extinct. These are uh, passé
1: sports. They're in the tar pits. Yeah,
0: they're in the tar pit of sport history. So some of these are uh, ancient. Some of them are recent and they have just gone extinct. Um, My favorite one is, it's Canapan. So it's C-N-A-P-A-N. It's a Celtic form of medieval football played between parishes. where the objective of the game was to take a ball to the church of the home parish by any means possible. What? So you've got two uh, like actual parishes. So not parish in like the sense of like we're voting or ca- mm-hmm. like a parish with a church in it. Okay. So one constituency, I guess of a church is trying to get the ball into their church You're and okay. get it away from the other church. Small So like
1: St. Anne's mm-hmm,
0: will go up against St. Peter and Paul.
1: Okay.
0: Um <laughs> And a small wooden ball was used, and they soaked it in fat Ew. to make it difficult to handle. So it's just a bunch of parishioners,
1: and with a ball of fat, trying to get it in into their church.
0: And I, I mm-hmm. had this—I mean, I was thinking first, like that's not a big deal because we're, you know, in modern times, churches are right across the street from each other. But no, not back then. Each area had a church, so this could have been taking place over a couple of kilometers.
1: Yes, yeah, so <laughs> they're with just this trying thing. to
0: run with this thing. To get it into, like... And then the, I'm sure there there's defense well, at the church. that's what I'm saying. So you show up at St. Anne's, or whatever it is, and there's like 40 guys that are like, you think you're getting in here? With that ball of yeah. fat? Yeah, nope. <laughs> no. With that ball of fat, for sure. Um, chariot racing, of course. Take your greasy hands. <laughs> there's another one. Um, get out. Medieval. Because I'm not a big football fan, mm-hmm. but these ancient forms of football are infinitely more interesting oh, to me. Oh, for sure. Uh, this is Chester La Street. Sounds like a a burlesque name, right? (laughs) Chester La Street. It's a type of medieval football Mm -hmm. where, and this is what I like about these games, an unlimited number of people play in the streets of Chester La Street, England. So it's everybody. Like the whole town comes out and it's just a mass football game. There's one ball and whoever is in town. And they just go for it.
1: And do they divide these people up into teams? Or no, it's a melee.
0: Oh, it's just a melee. Everyone so just know. tries to get a kick or, or, or grab it and run with it.
1: And then somebody takes it from them. Mm-hmm. And then who wins? How can you tell their points? It's,
0: I don't know. And that's what it is. Um,
1: that sounds like a game that the guys in my class would play called Kill the Guy with the Ball. Yes. We had a, a less
0: <laughs> a <laughs> less of savory name for it, yes. Oh, really? Basically to that, too. I think they like called it Smear the Queer or something like oh. that. Yes, because, again, as we've talked about this, we were using queer uh, in a way that we didn't understand. Of course, it was derogatory, but I don't think we knew what it was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was just the person who had the ball. Yeah, And so as if you got the ball, you basically got jumped on. And I remember I got the ball once. I was all excited. And then I saw people running towards me. I fucking threw that thing.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I remember I was wearing a green, like a lime green shaker knit sweater.
1: That- were you? Yes. But oh, for okay. some
0: reason, I remember. I remember I fi- I was I was at a birthday party. I think this is a Catholic school. For some reason, I was like one of the only, only two girls were invited mm-hmm. because we were like the ones that were like tough.
1: Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, it was like me. And invite the, the tough girls. Yeah, They're they invite the tough The prissy girls didn't get to go. Good.
0: Um, yeah, they should
1: stay home and, and just do their prissy business. Yeah, I was like,
0: it's fine. In a couple of years, you guys will be sleeping with these guys. We still won't be <laughs> because we're here today yeah. playing this game. Yeah. Like, our chances of getting in here, like, sealed at this point. Right. But I just remember, like, where they were playing, I was like, fuck it, I'm getting in there because that's why I was invited, obviously, because I'm the kind of girl who would be like, sure, why not? Yeah. And I finally got the ball, and then they started just running at me, and I was like, yeah!
1: And you threw it to in threw the it.
0: woods. Yeah, I threw it to JJ. Threw it, threw it in the lake. They all <laughs> um, so, there were a couple of other ones here. Oh, panc- pancreation, or pancreation. Pancreation. Uh, yeah, my ancient Greek is, I don't, you know. Well, how about pancreation?
1: Pancreation. Well. It's it, sweeping the nation.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, a sporting event introduced into the Greek Olympic Games in 648 BC. It was a combo of boxing and wrestling. Oh, God. You were allowed to punch, but biting and gouging, no. No. So, so you much. can't go for the eye, the nose, or okay. the mouth. You can't use your fingernails. Well, that's fair. I think it's fair, too. Can you fish hook? No. This okay. is a... Um, there's another one here. This, it's just called plunge for distance. This was an Olympic sport in which you dive into the water, aiming for the longest distance while remaining motionless.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. So you dive and just see how much. You just plunge. How far you get. Yeah. On your own. That on momentum. your own. That's
0: it. That's, that's the sport right there. Um, and then, yeah, so those are the, the games. And I bring these up because I was thinking about what are some games that I think are on the chopping block for nowadays. And definitely golf is one of those. Mm-hmm. I don't think that we're going to be playing golf why? That much longer. Well, I found an article. Okay. That says golf. I mean, why do? You, I mean, have you ever played golf? No, I don't really want to. So um, I'd always wanted to because where I'm from, a lot of people play. It's not fancy because, mm-hmm. you know, it's out in the country. There's uh, public golf courses. You don't have to belong to a country club. You don't have to be, like, white. Or, mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You can just go and play, and a lot of people do when they're retired. And I thought, oh, it looks like fun. You get to hang out. You have a couple of drinks. Um so, for years I wanted to play, and then finally Greg and I took lessons, and it was fun. Was it fun? It's really fun. You're just hitting a ball. And that's really fun. And it. unlike most sports, like I don't know, if, did you do softball? You seem included yeah. in softball. Were you good at it? No.
1: I, I sat in left field <laughs> on my ass. That's where they put hey, all game. of this blades of grass and throwing them, like tossing them. That's what I did. I only played once in
0: college, and I remember very distinctly the coach being like, you can't smoke out there. I'm like, what are you talking about? There's nothing going on out here. Yeah. I think I was also in left field. Yeah. That's where they put us, right? Yeah. Um, so, what was my point about golf? So, I'd always wanted to play, so I took some lessons. It's fun. Because the ball, unlike in these others, it doesn't move until you hit it. So, I was like, okay, I got time to hit this ball. It'll be fun. Mm-hmm. I had a really good time. But... Golf is not popular because, they're saying here, um, people are too damn busy. It takes too long. It's an all-day thing.
1: You're right. It's all day. Four and a half
0: hours, five hours.
1: And if you don't like the people that you're with or Mm -hmm. you're not doing business with them, basically. Or
0: you just don't have four and a half, five hours Mm -hmm. to be out there Uh, because you're supposed to play 18 holes. So now they're trying to promote nine holes. And people are like, I don't have two hours.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: I don't have any time to do this at all. Also, it has a bad reputation because of the, the traditional type of golf player is, you know, older, rich, white guy. Mm, it was a bigot. Yeah. That's what people, and, and is a part of a country club. And a mm-hmm. lot of younger people, by mm-hmm. younger, I mean like Gen X and, you know, below, are like, nah, no thanks. Yeah. The other thing is it's incredibly expensive to play. It's, uh- that's what they
1: say. It's really
0: not. It's not. It's just land. Because I know I've had...
1: Uh, it's I did a little, land and a couple of holes.
0: But I did a little research and apparently in some versions of golf, like in Scotland in the old days, they had just one stick and they would play it in town.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> they would just start
1: in town and just keep hitting the ball. As they went along. Yeah, it's like they have a bunch of different clubs that do different things. And it's like, You look, need
0: three. Y- you know. You don't need all of that stuff. As long as you can hit. Like, I feel like golf is one of those sports where there's like a fancy guy out mm-hmm. there with like tons of clubs. And then just some random comes along with like a stick and it's like, hey, no problem.
1: Yeah, but also the idea that they have a caddy who carries their stuff yes. and then talks to them about yes. like what they should be Again, doing. Again, you don't
0: need any of this. We play golf with three clubs uh, holding them in our hand. And then when we're not using them, we put them on the ground.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) (laughs)
0: I think I actually had a a piece of rope, and I was like, I'll just tie them together when I leave. Um, And also people say it's very difficult. So one of the fun things about golf is that it's hard. Mm -hmm. But a lot of younger people and, like, much younger people, they don't want a sport where there's not some kind of gratification Mm -hmm. instantly. So it's like if you're playing basketball, you throw it, it goes into the hoop. Yeah, and you're like, that's That's it. With golf, you're like... An hour later, you can't find the ball. You know, you're
1: right. Cetera, it's the idea that it goes on for so long. Yeah, it goes on for a long time. And that kids today are not going to have the patience exactly. for this. And you know that, like baseball, a lot of the baseball players are coming from um, warm climates. Yeah, because like the who little, wants to do
0: it up here? Who wants to stand yeah, around in left field like us?
1: Yeah, it's like all the all the little white kids. Yeah. from the suburbs are not going to stand out in the sun. No. Nope. For hours
0: and hours doing nothing. Uh, that's the other thing they said, too, that kids are overscheduled. Mm-hmm. So the kids don't have time for something that would take four hours, and the parents don't want to sit there yeah. for four Cause hours. Because they all
1: have to be there. The parents have to yes. be there. And,
0: and, which is a weird thing. I have, we have some friends, and their kids do dance and stuff. And I did dance. And you know what our parents did? They dropped our butts off. Mm-hmm. And they were like, we'll pick you up when it's over. That's right. Now, even even for competition, sometimes the parents will be like, Go enjoy. You get on a bus, they're like, We'll see you later mm-hmm. when it's over. Tell
1: us how you did. Yeah, everyone
0: has to go to everything now. So there's no there's no chance for golf. Um, and then sadly there was a quote here from Jack Nicholas. And he said, Kids just don't play golf anymore in the United States. It's uh, it's sad. It's not cool. He
1: just said it's not cool. <laughs> it's not cool. So go off. well. You know what? I'm if bringing they, it back, people. If they opened it up more, well, they were to everybody. They were excited about Tiger Woods, and then look what happened with that. Yeah, but still, no. They should have opened it up way earlier yeah, to women. They're too. trying,
0: but now that now that it's open, it's kind of one of those things. I think that um, it's open, but people are like too late.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, this is way too we've late. We've moved
0: on to every other sport. Hell, curling is more diverse. A day late and a dollar short. Exactly. Golf people. Is that the is that the correct phrase? I hope so. Okay. All right, what do you have? Okay, I have some advice. All right, so Advice on Advice is a segment <clears throat> where we find advice on the internet that stinks. And it's unqualified. And we improve upon it by giving our advice on that advice,
1: hence our own hashtag. Yes. <laughs> hashtag Advice on Advice. All right, this is E-Jean. Okay. Dear e I want an open relationship. Well, I mean, your partner has to want <laughs> I have broached the topic numerous times, but my man won't listen to my pleas. Okay. Also, I want to move abroad. He wants to stay in California. (laughs) It's over. Finally, he wants children, and I despise children. Okay, (laughs) so I want to sleep with
0: other people in another country, and I don't want to have any
1: kids. (laughs) We're both 23. Oh. oh. He's a wonderful man, and we've been so happy together. uh, um, For how long? I married him six months ago. Oh. But do these disagreements foretell our doom? Um,
0: I think it sounds like buyer's remorse.
1: Yeah. You know, that's really young to get married. It's really young. And it's also, she's looking for someone else to give her the stamp of approval. Yeah. She already knows she's going to.
0: shouldn't, I mean, okay, I'm not, I'm kind of conservative in this way of that I don't really know much about open relationships because it wasn't the thing Mm -hmm. back when I was It wasn't a thing when we were younger. It's like, that's cheating. Yeah. Um, but... Isn't that it's
1: something? not cheating if both partners agree.
0: No, no, I'm just yeah. saying that in our conceptualization of it, like in the 90s, mm-hmm. if someone said, I want to open a relationship, we'd be like, you just want to sleep with other people. Yeah. You know? So if they weren't having an open mm-hmm. relationship before they got married, it's a little bit weird, I think, to ask for it after you... Committed to, committed one, to one person. Committed to that, and it's only monogamous. been six months? Yeah. You're six months in, and you're like, uh ah. I would feel more comfortable if she said, I don't know if I made the right decision, because that's usual. Yeah. You know, they're young, they just got married. All right. But she wants to go abroad, have sex with somebody else, and avoid having children <laughs> with so, him.
1: So the, so the, she left it off. Do these disagreements foretell our doom? Mm. And the answer is yes. <laughs> wow, Okay.
0: There you go. P.S.
1: However, because... That's it? We, no, no, no. <laughs> okay. there's more. Um, bec- however, because you're happy now, because the hard part of marriage isn't the disagreements about uh, boredom in the bedroom, because nobody knows what to do in a marriage until they do it, because next week you may picnic under a 1,700-year-old redwood tree in Big Sur and decide to open your own winery and never leave the state of California, because your husband may what? start um, raising a pack of what? Russian wolfhounds... Um, and forget all about having two-legged kids because keeping marriage going is fun if you make it fun to keep going. And because when you reach the advanced age of 24, early mid-20s, you may get new ideas. Well, I'd say your marriage is likely to last as long, if not longer than half the marriages in America.
0: Okay, I haven't, this was all over the place. This is clearly Chablis-fueled advice. Yes, yes. Um,
1: She was just saying, she was trying to just make a point, I think, of... uh, Things change. Yeah, you may change your mind the next day, tomorrow, and then the day after, and it's going to be all over the place. But she also,
0: she said at the end that it'll last as long as, what is it, half of
1: the marriages? If not longer than half the marriages in America. Half
0: the marriages in America don't last three years.
1: Yeah. She's basically (laughs) telling (laughs) me.
0: I think it's a hard thing to be married nowadays, especially when you don't need to. Mm -hmm. You know, you can have a kid on your own. You could cohabit with somebody. So it's a bold decision to decide to get married. And they're very young. Yeah. And they probably haven't thought about what they want to do together. And they maybe haven't had the time because they're so young to think about
1: things that they might want to have done alone. Yeah. You know? And that's what, I think that's what Eugene is also saying. Like, you, you're young and there's a yeah. lot of things to do, and you're going to keep changing your mind. But this is why I tell people not to get married young, though, because there's so you have so many options. Mm-hmm. And but when you're with somebody
0: else, those options—well, this is my opinion—those options fade very quickly.
1: Yeah, you and know? also, and it really, I mean, being younger, and especially with the male-female dynamic, yeah, it a lot of men feel like their their ideas are to be followed.
0: But also, I, I have observed in a lot of relationships that men don't want to do anything interesting or move or go, you know, or yeah. go anywhere. They're yeah. like, they've settled. Because yeah. maybe they feel like they've done some interesting stuff and now they're in this phase of their life. Whereas a lot of young women are like, but there's all these possibilities. Yeah. Uh, yeah, good luck. I'd say get out of there. Yeah. It's only been six months. Can you annul? Is yeah, it too late? Yeah, just go.
1: Just make it an amicable yeah. parting.
0: Or, or, or talk about it. Yeah. Um, so we have mentioned, Ti- I mentioned Tiger Woods earlier, and I had, I found this thing about heroes, because we're okay. back, like, superheroes are really big. Mm-hmm. There's all, uh, this Avengers movie came out, apparently it's like Avengers, Last Man Standing, mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know, well, I don't know what
1: it's called, End of Days, or whatever. At the Edge of the Kingdom, yes. I don't know. I didn't I'm, see the first one, yeah.
0: but when I saw the, the, the poster for the Avengers, there's so many heroes on this
1: thing, like, who the hell's that guy? Is that a raccoon? What's he's like the, he's the raccoon what's, king. Yeah. yeah, like, what's going on? I know. It's you like know. anything that can be elevated into it's, hero status is, like. I'm like, is that a shoe with a pair of eyes and a gun? Uh, yeah. What's happening? Oh, yeah. In this poster. Oh, his backstory. How long? Yeah. It's his lover. <laughs> the loafer.
0: <laughs> what? His origin story. Well, <laughs> So what's going on? You know, was, I was thinking like, what is the, the hero thing? All right, so I decided to look up, you know, heroes. And it made me think of, this is a long tale of this, okay. of George Carlin, my favorite George Carlin, Insultment Substance. He starts one of his um, comedy routines by saying, fuck Tiger Woods, fuck Lance Armstrong, fuck his ball, mm-hmm. too, because he had one ball. Don't tell me who my heroes are. This idea that we're constantly, be, you know what I mean, we're constantly being told who our heroes right, are, right. who we're supposed to like. So I was like, there's got to be some, let me try to put a positive spin on this. So it says, five surprising ways that heroes improve our lives. And I guess these are real heroes or Avengers
1: type. Right, because our heroes are really have traditionally been sporting figures. Yeah. Um, and then now this, this the loafer. <laughs> <laughs> he takes his
0: time when he, <laughs> when he finally gets around to it. Oh, and then he gets down to it, yeah. <laughs> yes. Where the what is it? Where the leather meets the road, or whatever. Yeah,
1: where, where the, the rubber. <laughs> r- yes, where the rubber meets the road. Is the rubber meets? Is it's a rubber? A, is he a rubber sole? Yeah, it's loafer? a rubber sole loafer. Okay. Yeah, with a. Um, I like that. He has dimes instead of pennies. Well, okay. Because he's a penny loafer. He's, he's a dime loafer. So
0: lo- I'm sure the other characters make fun of him because of that. <laughs> but when they need to make a phone call,
1: <laughs> it's okay in if the they. Past. Hey, it's okay if they make fun of him because he just. Sticks his tongue out at them. Oh no! Oh,
0: the loafer. I like that. The loafer. I want to think about that. All right. So it says um, heroes produce a recently identified emotion. This is a new one called elevation.
1: Have you heard of this emotion? Wait. The loafer doesn't mind getting made fun of because he just takes
0: in stride. Yes. <laughs> okay. I know, I'm obsessed with this idea of this loafer now <laughs> as a superhero. It's just, for me, that's how ridiculous it has gotten. That is. It's a shoe. When I, <laughs> It's just one shoe. When I saw this poster, and it looks like it's got so many heads on it, I thought it was like for a black comedy show. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, there's just too many They're things. Awesome. There's no room for sky on this poster. And there's still the only universe. one woman. Are they, How is that even? Oh, it's like Smart. Yeah. Um, the Smart syndrome. That's a
1: anyway, but, my band. All right. So what what's so the heroes
0: thing? heroes produce a recently identified emotion called elevation. But I've never heard of it. I've never Um Recent research recent <laughs> research suggests that heroes and heroic activity may evoke a unique emotional response, which some guy from NYU has called elevation. He borrowed the term from Thomas Jefferson, who I'm sure won't mind. Um, Maybe he should have just used the word elation. Yeah. Well, Thomas Jefferson said moral elevation is the feeling of euphoria you get when reading great literature. Which I kind of like. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. elevation. When people experience elevation, they, it's, it's all plus reverence, plus admiration for a beautiful act mm-hmm. that's morally beautiful. Um, it's described as similar to calmness, warmth, and love. And they this feeling of ev- ele- elevation, elevation,
1: yeah.
0: This uh, feeling of elevation is elicited by acts of virtue or moral beauty. It causes a warm, open feeling in the chest. So heroes apparently make you feel okay. elevated. They're saying they say heroes also heal heal our psychic wounds. So the idea that we used to sit around the campfire, um, obviously not in every culture, yeah, right. We would sit around, excuse me, the campfire. For, for warmth and protection and storytelling. And these stories often had a hero. And that hero was supposed to embody uh, values of strength and resilience and positive um, traits for whatever that culture is. Right? Whether it be strength or, I don't know, song.
1: <laughs> you know? Right, 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 right. Footwear. They, are, they have this epic story about yeah. how, how they took it to another level. Yeah, how,
0: how they leveled up. <laughs> How they leveled up with it. Um, and that makes us feel better.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So this, maybe this is why I don't like superhero movies. I don't feel anything. You know, when yeah. I go to see a superhero, I'm like, great. They it smashed showed, everything.
1: Yeah, it's like they really should show the possibilities. And it's like yeah. one of us has risen to this so we can aspire to be this as well. Yeah.
0: I like the raccoon with a piece. <laughs> It says heroes, uh, and I'm not saying I agree with mm-hmm. this, heroes nourish our connections to other people. So storytelling is a community-building activity.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. typically,
0: when we all co-create the stories together. Mm-hmm. But it's not the same if the story is just handed down to you. Right. Like, as we have done with the loafer. There's nowhere to go with that. We've already decided what the loafer is about. Yeah. Um. <laughs> throw down some salt, little soft shoe. <laughs> um, For early humans... You know, they're saying gathering around it. It helps you to promote a strong sense of social identity. Right? Yeah. We can all come together <laughs> right, around right. This right. hero. Um, heroes show us how to transform our lives. So, of course, Joseph Campbell comes to this. Right. You know? Okay, so yeah. So, comparative mythologist Joseph Campbell, he believes that heroes undergo personal transformation during their journey. The, the hero starts out missing <laughs> something. Um, an insert, let's say. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, a a good, unsolved. yeah, cushioned soul. Yeah, uh, and at the end, you know, he's been rehealed and everything yeah. is good, <laughs> right? And it, it's called. It inspires us all to uh, to take on risks to change and grow and reach our full potential. Supposedly, mm-hmm. all right. I don't, I'm not sure how Lance Armstrong and Tiger Woods do that, but as heroes, and then the heroes heroes turn us into heroes ourselves.
1: How so?
0: this... Good heroes use the power of transformation not only to change for themselves, but also transform the world. And this is where I fall short of, like, the sports heroes. Because I'm like, how is how are they changing the world? Aren't they just trying to be the best and in what get they the money. do and get yeah. the money? Yeah. Like, some of them do try to go out and change the world, sure. But the majority of them are just trying to get that, you know, be the best and
1: get money. I think that when... How is that changing the world? When we were younger and they started really um, having having athletes... Um, endorsed products. Mm-hmm. That killed it. It was just right at that, we were on the precipice, but they did, the the athletes did talk to kids and say, hey, work Don't hard. Yeah. Work hard. This is a lot of work, but you can achieve it mm-hmm. and you can make your dreams come true. Mm-hmm. I did it and these are the steps that I took.
0: And they weren't always... Um, the doped, up on, on yeah, they weren't doped up on weren't doped drugs. They weren't drugs. Yeah. openly beating the shit out of their wives mm-hmm. uh, partners or whatever. Uh, getting into drunk mm-hmm. driving accidents and get, you know meet, uh, having all other kinds of issues, and they also I feel like encouraged us to. So a sports hero, like say Cal Ripken, mm-hmm. um, who is, grew up not far from where I'm from, he wasn't telling everyone to go into sports. He was telling everybody to be the best that they could be in right. whatever their arena is, and I don't see that as much anymore either. It's like you too can be a ball player. It's like no, we can't, dude. No. Like and he,
1: they're trying to make it be, like, yes, this is the greatest thing. Keep yeah. watching me. Yeah, keep watching my me. Merch. Buy my merch. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll sign something, but you have to pay for it. Yeah. That and, kind of thing. Know. Yeah. It's just, really. So I don't know how much, it's inspirational
0: for maybe if you want to be a sports celebrity. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise. Yeah, the, I don't know. I don't know how Tiger Woods cheating on his wife and then pretending he's not black has inspired has inspired me to like do something.
1: I sat at a bar having lunch one day and there's about, you know, fifty different screens around the entire which is so annoying. But I just sat there looking and it was all looking at guys. There was soccer, there was um horse racing, there was you There know, was football. horse racing? So whatever it was. I mean there were a variety was of Was there different someone who was hundred years old in that book? <laughs> <laughs> I would just say that every single sport it was it was men. Really? There were no, no women's women, sports. No women's sports. Well, you know, women don't play sports, so. Right. But the thing is, how much are we, we're always looking at the guy mm-hmm. to achieve. And then when the women came on, oh, it was in a commercial and they were just scantily clad selling yeah. something. Or same. they
0: might show us playing volleyball because scantily clad. Yeah. But then, yeah, it's rare that you go to a bar and you see. It would I think it would have to be a real sports bar mm-hmm. if they were showing, like, WNBA. Yeah. Or um, the was LPGA, yeah, that kind of stuff. But just the, the kind
1: of message that it is giving people is like, yeah, oh, these are supposed to be your heroes, but ladies, you don't stand a damn chance of achieving this. At I
0: all. I also want it's all these screens are just people watching it, like they're like you were saying, they're inspiring people to sit around and watch it. Yeah, yes, they, yes. And so there was another movement. I feel like when we were younger, that um, as a part of kind of keeping the sport going they were like hey play baseball mm-hmm. hey play football play soccer it wasn't sit around on your ass and just watch right it was actually go out and, and do it the stuff. and do it. so that's my thing is i don't watch a lot of sports i do a lot of athletic activity and i used to play sports when i was younger but the idea of watching a sport on television that i don't play for a very long time mm-hmm. i'm
1: like what am i doing i'm not getting any pointers yeah I'm not, you know what I mean? Right. You're there to, your role. To is buy stuff. To buy stuff and to tell these guys how great they are. Yeah. And to elevate their position even yeah. more. But for people who really enjoy watching sports, I don't
0: have a problem with that. But for me, it's just kind of like, I don't, I can't, I can't really get into it. Mm-hmm. Um, especially football. Because I'm like, if you guys stop again.
1: Yeah, and measure. <laughs> and measure again. Oh my God. I'm out of here. It's almost like they're so fussy. Yeah. Like, it's almost like a telenovela kind of a thing. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. Did you, like, rewind the tape? Every time where somebody
0: falls down, they're critically injured. I mean, I'll watch, and oh, we've watched soccer. We've mm-hmm. watched women's soccer. I'll watch soccer. It's interesting. I'll watch rugby. Mm-hmm. It's fast-paced. And I'll watch some of the weirder sports, like strongman competition. Yeah. <laughs> like, where they're, like, do, like, picking up, you know, it's Magnus Magnus and picking up a log. Yeah. And, like, because I find that... That's something you can't see every day. Right, right, right. I can see any day of the week a guy pick up a pigskin and run eight yards and get tackled. Yeah, But I cannot see, you know, Puginovsky from Long Island picking up a gigantic rock in the shape of Africa and trying to, you know, a run thrower. with it. <laughs> or i it's a rare occasion I get to see a man pull an 18-wheeler across the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? possibly you know snapping <laughs> snapping something in the process but it's like i don't know so in any case they're saying people need hero people people who need, need heroes yeah sorry. people need heroes because heroes save or improve lives and because heroes are inspiring but we also need heroes for a surprising reason that go beyond the uh, direct benefits of heroic action they elevate us emotionally they that they heal our psychological ills. They build connections
1: between people. I don't know about that.
0: I don't. I don't know either. And they encourage us to transform ourselves for the better. They call us to become heroes and help others. I, I wish that, they did. I
1: wish, yeah. Or because I, I look at the common comic book mm-hmm. fan. All right. Yes. I know there's a lot of people who like them. There's a yeah. lot of story. There's a lot of really interesting things about them. And just, them I, I read comic
0: books myself. Yes, yes. Well, I call them graphic novels. Graphic
1: novels. Yeah. Right. Um, but most, I would say, or if you want to talk about the stereotypical graphic novel reader. Yeah. They're, they're not, not called
0: to be better by the graphic novel.
1: Yeah. They're, they're at home. Mm-hmm. And they spend most of their time at home. They'll mm-hmm. play video games, read the They're comments. very
0: into the, the escapism, that world yes. of the...
1: Which is fine, but I don't know if these... They're actually t- being inspired to do anything in yeah. their own lives about it. So. Yeah. If I mean, and so I guess
0: maybe... Yeah, I've been too critical of this. Maybe the thing is, that, like, if I, if it's transforming you, connecting you with others... Uh, providing you with elevation that's a hero Mm -hmm. like calling you to do better these other things are sideshows yes right so maybe they aren't you know lance armstrong tiger woods maybe these people they're doing things that appear heroic but if they're not fulfilling these this criteria if they're not calling on you to be better to do better
1: and inspiring you to actually take action to do better yeah Yeah, then they're they're not not heroes right Going back to what I said the George
0: Collins, said, don't tell me who my heroes are.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Let, let people choose their own heroes.
1: All right. What do you have? Okay. um, Well, something about my home state of New Jersey. All right. This is our Jersey segment. Wait. Yeah. Are you from North? Would well, you say you're from North Jersey? Yes.
0: Okay. And is that a real thing? Yes. Okay.
1: All right. The thing with New Jersey. It's, it's huge. <laughs>
0: it is. I'm from Maryland. It is. Maryland it should is. be.
1: It's people say you're from northern jersey or from south jersey and then it's like what about central jersey who <laughs> and then people are like there's no such thing as central jersey you're the north or south well, tell that to the central Jersey. i know i you know because <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole different when thing does going. south start i think south starts like atlantic you, city the south is atlantic city okay Cape so may it starts pretty soon what so north new jersey is pretty small no, I mean like well southern New Jersey is, is down definitely Atlantic City. Yeah. Northern New Jersey is Bergen County.
0: Okay. That's what I think of. Yeah. Bergen County.
1: Yeah, and in the middle, central is like who? Somebody say Princeton. Oh. Okay. Yeah. All yeah, right. But then yeah, but people say no, it's only North and South. So that's one big argument. So anyway. just, there's
0: North Jersey, South Jersey and Princeton people.
1: So, but anyway, but we have made a great addition to our garden state. Okay. With the opening of Jersey Crocs Rule. This is an exhibition that explores the existence of crocodiles in New Jersey throughout their evolution. In New Jersey? Yeah. New Jersey apparently was chock-a-block full of crocs. When? Many years ago. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I mean, as much as I love animals, I just immediately went to a pair of boots, is what I was thinking. Yeah, the diversity of crocodile species found in the Garden State fossil record is often the source of amazement to those who think of these creatures as surviving only in tropical or subtropical climates. I didn't know they could the climb in the suburbs. The, I know, right? but the climate was such many oh, years ago great. that they did. So okay. there was like an ass ton of crocodile that's fossils awesome. in New Jersey. Where are they mostly being found? <clears throat>
0: Not in Central Jersey, that's for damn sure. Even back then. Yeah, they still were
1: like, there's no Central Jersey. There's no Central Jersey. (laughs) Um, Let's see. They found, listen, a six foot long cast of just a skull.
0: What? The skull was? was? The
1: skull was six feet. That's crazy. Yes. Um, Crocodilians have been on Earth for more than 200 million years. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Not the
1: same as reptilians. Much of their <laughs> evolutionary history is documented in the fossils and rocks found in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Just I have emo- no idea. So like- is this exhibit's open? Yeah, it opened up in March. I think it's still open. Okay. so yeah. definitely worth checking out. We,
0: I think you would mentioned before mm-hmm. that there are uh, crocodiles have been repatriating themselves via people buying them in New yes. Jersey and then either just letting them out or they yeah. slither out on their own.
1: Yeah, and I mean... They They're coming be- back. Yeah, they were, they were like, this, crocodiles this are land back. is my land, Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, so. Thanks for keeping an eye on it for me. We're back. Yeah, New Jersey is known to scientists from around the world as a rich source of specimens and information on crocodiles, and the public does not know this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, people in other countries know about it. We have no idea. Yeah.
0: I'm thinking Florida when you say crocodiles, right? Oh, yeah, I didn't even, I didn't know it either, but under our feet. Uh-huh, crocodiles. Crocodiles. uh, Crocodiles are possible. Thank you for listening to Hey, You Know It. Stay in touch with us during the week. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Tumblr. Go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. We'll read it on an upcoming
1: show, regardless of content. As always, we love your emails. Send us an email at heyyouknowit at gmail.com with your comments, questions, and segment ideas emails will also be read on upcoming shows please tell your friends about us because you know we don't advertise and
0: let them know we can be found on itunes at stitcher.com and at heyyouknowit.com thanks